What do you think about prepping? I know it was laughed at in the past, but I've heard some people say, I told you so. So prepping, for anybody who isn't familiar with it, is uh, preparation. It's preparing, and typically it tends to be associated with uh, people who maybe have a little bit of a a doomsday expectation of the apocalypse coming at some point in the not-so-distant future. So what they do is they stock up on supplies and equipment and whatever else they might need to be able to ride it out, if not in style, but with at least some basic supports to make sure that uh, they're not in trouble uh, should the worst happen. So this is, uh, you'll see documentary series about this and you'll see see people who specialize in this and have an interest in it. Uh, I think the real important thing to appreciate here is it's very much a spectrum. And on one end of the spectrum, you probably will find people who do it perhaps to a fault and it can seem sometimes to the casual, unprepared observer that they're doing it fanatically. However, on the other end of that same spectrum, you could probably say the same thing. There are some people who maybe have no first aid skills and you know have only a day's worth of supplies in their home and maybe don't have any contingency plans whatsoever and maybe could do with having a little bit of a backup just in case there are challenges or support lines that they can call on. So. With recent world events, I think there is a sense in which people have thought, gosh, I never knew there could be a shortage of certain things in the shop, or I never knew that supply lines could be interrupted. Now, to be fair, in recent times they've been interrupted, but they certainly haven't collapsed by any means. You know, for the most part, things are carrying on. Certain items, of course, might be a bit hard to get, but I think reasonably, the world has responded quite well from a supply chain point of view and got back on track. There are certain things like webcams that it's still pretty hard to find, but the basic necessities that we need, you know, pretty pretty good work, I think, has been done in, in keeping the show on the road in that sense. But it is true that, and I, I find this particularly, I, I enjoy working with people of different generations, clients in their 90s and then clients who are in their 20s and any number of other age groups. And it is interesting, I suppose, how sometimes we can take for granted if we haven't lived through world wars or other challenging situations, we can take for granted, I suppose, the availability and the continuity of certain things. So in recent time, there has been, I suppose, a bit of I told you so by some people who made it their, their, their life's work to be rather prepared. And sometimes that includes underground bunkers and large supplies, air filtration systems, and you name it. There's some fairly extreme measures you can go to. So the question then is, how do you think about this kind of thing? Does that make inherent sense? Or is it a bit over the top? Or is it somewhere in the middle, how to think about it? So the example I like to use here is that, look, preparation is really important. And ultimately, of course, it's up to you is the answer to this question to do whatever you want. It's entirely up to you. Uh, But preparation is, I think, something we all do anyway. And, And a good example of this is fire extinguishers. Most businesses and homes and, you know, other facilities have fire extinguishers, maybe sprinkler systems, particularly in commercial buildings, uh, fire blankets, etc. Now that's a form of prepping. 
And is that over the top? You could say, well, look, maybe I've never had a fire. Why, why bother getting this equipment? Why do businesses get it inspected? What's all that about? But we can see that it's rather proportionate because although it mightn't happen that often, uh, when it does happen, it is a significant problem. So it's worth counterbalancing it by having measures in place. But what I think is particularly significant and particularly useful about the fire extinguisher example is that it's more the psychology or the mindset behind it. Because there may be somebody who has fire safety equipment and somebody who doesn't. And then there may be somebody who thinks about fire all day and somebody who doesn't. So probably who we want to be is we want to be the person who has fire safety equipment but doesn't think about it or worry about it that much. Every so often, of course, they might check in and make sure everything's okay. But they're not devoting their attention to it. They're not waking up thinking fire and they're not consumed by it. So it's not really coming from a place of insecurity. It's coming from a place of security and then they're reflecting on, okay, well, yeah, what practical measures should I take? And there may be regional differences to this. It may be that there are certain supplies you should have in certain parts of the world because supply chains are particularly challenging. It may be that, yeah, maybe we should have a lot of government guidelines are suggesting, you know, a little bit of food in the house, at least to get you through a few days if you don't have enough to get through the day. And, you know, if there's severe snow or if there's, you know, problems, the water supply goes off. You know, some basic steps, like having the fire extinguisher, some basic steps can be taken, and that's fair enough. Now, the follow-on then is, well, okay, but how far do you then take that? So we've established that you're approaching this from a calm and collected place. You're not worrying too much about this, but maybe you are taking some basic steps to be prepared. How far do you go? So I think a useful way of framing this is that it's really more about prioritizing. Because in a sense, you could say, well, why not be prepared in every imaginable direction? But there's a limitation of your time. There's a limitation of your energy. There's a limitation of your resources. There may be financial limitations and so on and so forth. So the problem is if you prepare a lot in one direction, in a sense, you may be unprepared in other directions because you're not accounting for those things. So let's say somebody decides that they want to be a really great prepper and they spend all their time and energy and money preparing uh, supplies and goods. But if what they do is they then take that attention away from their relationships and connecting with other people, then they may be in a really difficult position because, you know, come challenges, it's not just supplies and goods that you need, but it's people. It's that social connection. It's the support of people who care for you and your capacity to care for them is also going to make you feel good too. So it would be a real shame to miss out on that because we've allocated all our resources in that other direction. That would be, you know, would be unfortunate. Education might be another example. The importance of learning means that we may be able to generate more supplies and relationships as well, of course. Maybe people will care for us even if we don't have much because we care for them and also they're just caring people and we're on their radar. So I think that's the point here, is to broaden this out a little bit. So go back to the fire extinguisher example whenever you're thinking about prepping. That's what I like to think about. You know, some basic safety measures, of course, why not? Makes sense. However, you're probably not going to have your own fire brigade. You're probably not going to have several fire tenders, the large ladders, a big water tanker, and a crew of people on standby. 
that's probably a bit over the top unless you've got major resources airports have that so you can do that if you want but you're probably not going to go the other extreme either and have no fire extinguisher and not give a thought to it at all some basic equipment could be useful in those circumstances but again it's coming from that place of ease and playfulness you do a little bit of assessment what could go wrong okay put the measures in place great now back to living and back to enjoying the present moment if you found this valuable do like subscribe and share and what's your experience do you have any questions or topic suggestions you can contribute in the comments on social media using hashtag body mind, self, or at jfl.com.